Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Store would you want to spend the whole night in and why? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi. Um, what store would you want to spend the whole night in and why? Oh, why are we asking this question, Thank Colleen? Thank you for asking. Now, um, apparently they've had some weather in Denmark, and uh, there was a large snowstorm, which we've had that happen here in the Twin Cities as well. But what ended up happening is... Oh God, are you going to talk about the Halloween I, It'll come. Just chill. It'll come in about a second. Just chill. <laughs> but in Denmark, they had this um, big snowstorm, and it meant that employees and shoppers at the ikea in alberg had to stay overnight in the ikea that's not a bad place to spend the night is it i immediately was like that sounds like a dream lots of space cushy beds all those like meatballs little yeah you got meatballs you got uh mac and cheese you got salmon you got lingonberry juice you're good to go lingonberry jam you got all the lingonberries yeah they got them swedish fish yes soft serve hello um and they've got what is there I a love, lingonberry soft serve? Oh, there should be if there, there isn't. Be. Wouldn't that be good? Oh, that would be super good. IKEA, get on it. Get on it now. No, but um, the, you know the thing I always loved about IKEA is the same thing I loved about places like uh the the linens floor <laughs> of Dayton's back yeah. in the day is that they have all the rooms like made up kind of, you know, yeah. so like when you went up to the linens floor at Dayton's, they have these like fake beds made with all the linens, So you could see what they would look like out of yeah. the box. And then you'd always see like somebody's dad just laying there like, I don't know. Yeah, uh, just got to <laughs> lay here and try this out a little bit while you go shop mom. So on the day, do you know where I'm going now of the Halloween blizzard? Of 1991. I okay. remember watching the news. Were you here for that, Holly? Yeah. Okay. I'm I sorry. No, Go I ahead. Thank, thank you. I was watching the news, and of course, they were doing stories about the people who were stranded at stores. Oh, sure. And there were all the people that had to stay at the Dayton's and like sleep in the made beds. And I was like, oh, that is so, I'm jealous. I thought yeah, that you're jealous until so you cool. realize it's with strangers. Right. Creepy a little bit. And also ghosts. Okay. I'm here for the ghosts, though. Ghosts? Are you, I'm here for the ghosts until they're up in my business in the middle of the night when I'm trying to get Mazis. Where but I don't feel like you're getting, you know, wherever ghosts are. At Dayton's, are. man. Don't you think there's some ghosts? If there are ghosts, which I generally believe are time travelers remember, from the future. I really wanted to remember, go there. Remember the monkey that was found at the Dayton's? Oh, oh the Dayton's. That wasn't a ghost, honey. That was, <laughs> that was a, a real. That was a dead. That was a real dead monkey. That was a dehydrated. Yeah. Was that just when was that? A couple years ago? Yeah, yeah. we were on the air. Uh huh. Well, I would I mean, say not a couple years ago. I would say because Dayton's has been gone for more right. than a couple years now. But um, 2018. Yeah. Oh, 
The Dayton's monkey. 651-641-1071. Yeah, you know, now I'm taking us on another journey, Fine. so we I'll shut up. Journey. I was just going to say, you know that dumb raccoon got all the attention when it was scaling that wall over at the NPR? And <laughs> we never got our t-shirts for the Dayton's monkey. Rude. Well, I, do you want a monkey sarcophagi on, yes. on do a you t-shirt? Not? Wait, what ended up being the story about that damn monkey, too? It, because they used to have a pet store in Dayton's and a monkey. The story was, Holly will correct the record because her memory will be more accurately informed by the age of the internet. I believe it was just like an escaped monkey, monkey and then it just mummified the, itself in the walls. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly it. According to this guy named Gary, who was the son of a, a executive at Dayton's. The monkey got out and they tried to get it back, but then they never found the monkey. It's just like my hamster twinkle toes. And then they found him a number of years later. And they were like, there he is. Yeah. There's that pesky monkey. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, it did look rough, though, you guys. Oh, yeah. Okay. My memory of it was a little more cuddly than what. Well, you were thinking of that monkey that's gone viral with the like fur coat and the lipstick. Yes. That's the monkey. Ikea monkey. Yeah. Ikea (laughs) monkey had the fur coat. Ironically, Ikea monkey was far classier than Dayton's monkey. Well, I mean. And uh, to correct the record, too, that monkey was found during the renovation. Yes. Which just happened. Mm -hmm. All right. Fun. Okay. We t- we so this had nothing to do avenue. with what you asked, but it was a far more interesting tale. I agree. Uh, we can just finish up, though, with what I asked, yeah, which is if you could well. spend the night in any store, which store would it be and why? 651-641-1071. And I know, like, think think outside the box. I know it's easy to say places like Ikea or like Bed Bath & Beyond, but like, I don't know. I feel like a grocery store would be great, too. Okay, thank you. I literally was thinking to myself, a grocery store. Why? Because you can go behind the scenes. They got a bakery. Mm-hmm. You can go behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. You can find tubs of frosting. And a spoon. Yeah. And go to town. Yeah, That's exactly. That's great. You got to eat. Yeah. And I'm sure you can find... I don't know where you'd sleep, though. Who cares? Are you sleeping? That's the that's what I was thinking. Like at first blush, I think yes. Oh, IKEA would be so great because you like you can. There's nothing to do at IKEA but, though. I don't think any of those TVs work. Oh no, there's tons to do. They have small land. You can go on the slide. There's food. There's I mean, there's so many places to explore. But you're not going to sleep because, like you said, Bradley, there's a bunch of strangers there. You don't know what's going to happen. So can take. Oh, I didn't know you said we were doing this with strangers. Yeah, I didn't realize that there would be other folks around. Oh, okay. Sorry, I should specify. You're stranded. (laughs) Thank (laughs) you. In a snowstorm. Um, Then if I'm stranded, I want the store that has all of the individual rooms. Yeah, if I'm getting stranded, I think I want to go to some place like Restoration Hardware. Yeah. They got the food and the fancy things to lounge on. You can be bougie for a night. To be fancy for one night. I'd be afraid I'd get a stain on something, though. Yeah. But you would just, you could hang. I've never actually been in that classy upstairs restaurant there, but I, my feeling is that it's like gorgeous and you could just sit there and, you know, watch the snow fall outside. Or whatever weather yeah, is happening only, that's keeping you stranded there. I was trying to think the only other store I would that might be fun. I'm trying to think of like at the Mall of America. Where would I like if well, I was listen, stranded? Well, listen, I don't want to spend the night at the Mall of America. Been there, done that. Well, we didn't do that under normal conditions. Mm-hmm. And we most certainly did it in the worst possible place <laughs> within the mall. Yeah. <laughs> um, which there are very few bad places. But We're this referring place to was Project Down and Dirty. An empty storefront. So there was no fun to be had in no. terms of like 
trying on clothes or playing video mm-hmm. games or like maybe a Best Buy would be fun. Ooh, that would be kind of fun. You could stay up all night playing those video exactly. games. Exactly. Let's go to Lynn. We've got Lynn on the line. Hi, Lynn. Lynn, what store would you like to be stranded in overnight? Candyland. Oh, oh. God, I would be so fat when I left that place. Roll them out. <laughs> oh, my God. What would be your favorite part of that? Specifically, what candy? Anything chocolate. Okay. And they I'm got a lot of chocolate. Mm-hmm. You'd be they a got good sponge spot. candy. They got all that yep. popcorn. Oof. Okay, Bradley would Bradley will be there too. So save him some there. candy. <laughs> Thank you, Lynn. Half cheese, half caramel, oh. trust me. Oh. Let's go to Tanya. Hi, Tanya. <laughs> Tanya, what uh what store do you want to be stranded in overnight? This is Tanya. Hi. Hi. Uh Barnes and Noble. Ooh, that's oh, that's a good so one. good. That's you so can good. Crank up the music. Yes. Some good books. They have food and coffee and all sorts of things. There. Oh, you've got those. Oh, I love it because chairs. you could take all them books for a ride to see which ones you actually want to buy. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You could do some damage too. You'd end up buying all those before you left the next morning. Oh, I would. I would waste. All, they should. Re- Tanya, businesses thank you should for your call. Think this all the way through. Right? This wouldn't be a bad idea. It's a good strategy. Yeah. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show. Especially at about three in the morning, you'd spend money you shouldn't be spending. Yeah. I, th- I Guys, reach out to us for more marketing ideas. Yeah, please. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we are going to explore Kanye's desire to get Kim back. Oh, no. After this on My Talk 107.1. Kanye Town on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 107.1. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hello. Um, and uh, Kanye really wants Kim back, you guys. Well, I don't, I don't understand this story, but there is a story that says Kanye has a holy trinity of reasons he wants Kim back. Like, of course, it's going to be some sort of like religious. It just means three reasons, allegory. and he's yeah. trying to holy be religious. Trinity. Like, I got a holy trinity for why I don't want to read this story. Anyway, um, <laughs> also, I want to know how much of the story is actually true or. Um, just a part of this journey, I think I honestly, my conspiratorial thinking leads me to believe that there are people out there <clears throat> who want you to believe that Kanye is at all times unhinged. Oh yeah. For the purposes of getting clicks and eyeballs. Um, let me tell you the story. Okay. And then you tell me what you think. Okay. Kanye has Holy Trinity quote unquote of reasons why he wants to get Kim back. Kanye has a sacred list that explains why he wants to get back together with estranged wife Kim Kardashian. A sacred list? It's sacred. Oh, boy. Quote, he calls the reasons for winning Kim back the Holy Trinity. One, would you like to know what the whole... Do you have any holy music, Holly? uh, uh, Be careful. Let me work on that. Any, you know, like... uh, uh, old timey monk music. With anyway, Gregorian chants. Yes, thank you. Uh, number one, he isn't. Again, this is Kanye's holy. Okay, here we go. Holy Trinity. <laughs> why he wants Kim back? He isn't sure if any other woman is going to be able to put up with him. He is a lot, and Kim is already used to everything. He doesn't have to explain things to her. She knows how to put up with him, and when he's going through his dark days. Number two. Oh, this is going to be a number two. The second reason is the kids. Daughters eight, or daughters north eight, Chicago three, Sun Saint five, and Psalm two. And three, or third, 
It says one two third. So whoever wrote this is kind of not paying attention. As a religious person, he doesn't want to get a divorce. Um. Actually, there's also one more. Oh, so there's, there's a four. trinity of four. He also cares about his image, and he thinks that Kim looks good next to him. Okay. Is that... We're what done is with this? It? That's so... I can't. We're done. What is this? It's dumb. As Again, well. Kanye has a holy trinity. Here's four reasons. Here are four reasons why he has three reasons. So again, uh, the question I ask like you... More like the four horsemen. Of hey. the apocalypse. I was going to try to come up with a... You know, anyway. The question I have for you then is how much of this story is true mm-hmm. or just part of this generally making Kanye seem unhinged narrative <sighs> we have been privy to thus far? Or any thoughts ab- about the above? I mean, so it's interesting because... This smells like something somebody who doesn't really care about the actual Kanye is saying, meaning like uh, he's got reasons. Uh, Let's call it a holy trinity. He likes Jesus. Like it just sounds like somebody's throwing something against the wall, trying to make it sound like it actually is Kanye. Yeah. And to your point about Chris Jenner wanting him to look a unhinged, but b also to make Kim look like she's so desirable that he can't possibly live without her. That's part of Kim's currency. So this and it also melds well with this narrative about her taking up with, Pete Davidson, while Kanye is just pining away and wanting to get her back. I do. I really believe it. Like parts of it, I believe. Sure. Like divorce is hard. And, you know, if you are a, a person who is regretting decisions you've made um, in the wake of a divorce. Sure. Of course. You know, he can. He, he probably is sad that they're not going to be together as a family, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But also this piece about him being a religious man and not believing in divorce. Maybe he wanted to think about that earlier. Yeah. It's, it's just, just dumb. Show. It's all dumb. And the whole it's thing just, is, and it's not real. It's all for show. It's all not real. But the, 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 perp, uh, the question as it relates to us here on the Colleen and Bradley show is like, who's the playwright? Yeah, and I do think it is Chris Jenner. I mean, to me, that's always the obvious, right? Right. Because I don't, I don't know that Kanye. Like, I believe Kanye is smart in that when it comes to his career. Oh, by the way, I don't know why this made me think of this, but have you watched the Von Dutch thing yet? No, not yet. Oh my god! Oh, please, god, I know. I'm late. Please. I'm late. I, we just finished it last night, which is why I thought of it. And it's only three episodes, but we just took our sweet what. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Someone fire. 
Sorry. I hope not. Me too. Yeah. All right. Let's keep going. Okay. Sorry. Uh, okay. While we wait to find out if something's on fire. It's okay. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Back to Von Dutch. Back to Von Dutch. It just made me think of like all of the strings that are being pulled behind the scenes of Hollywood mm. and et cetera. But also like Kanye's connection to like fashion and that whole world, which is just so fascinating to me, like Hollywood slash fashion. And it all just seems like whoever has the loudest ego gets all the money anyway. So I, what, what was my, my point about Kanye? Was well, you were p- saying it's always, it always is easy to think it's Kim or it's a uh, Chris Jenner. That's putting these yeah, stories out there because I, I, while I think that Kanye West has the ability to, he's a smart person and I think a talented person. And I think while he has the ability to control a narrative and get narratives out there, I just don't think he does things on the level of personality. Like the narratives he's putting out there are not like personality driven the way they are for a Kardashian, if that makes any sense. Yeah. So I, whenever I see stories about these things, like Kanye thinks this and Kanye thinks that I don't feel like his people are spilling stuff to the tabloids in that way. I think it's more like. I just always think that's a Kim Kardashian, Kris Jenner I do company too. thing. Well, for another, another reason, too, because I do think that that Kanye is has some narcissistic tendencies. And a narcissist doesn't actually care what other people think of them. And yeah. that's why some of these narratives don't don't jive for me. Like, I feel like Kris Jenner for Kris Jenner, it's very important what people think of the Kardashians. That's the entire business. Yeah. And so, yes. Also, you will get to see. Yes. I'm sorry, I'm going back no. to Dutch. You will get I'll to go back see to Paris Hilton. Oh, yeah. And I just, I don't know how I feel. Do you want to work through that? No. Mm-hmm. Oh, fine. <laughs> but other than to say, like, <laughs> I think she's done an, I think she's another person who knows how to manipulate a media oh, yeah. narrative such that whatever I believe about Paris Hilton has been created for me by Paris Hilton, and I should not be trusting that. And so I know right now we're in this, like, parasance. Is that a thing? Yeah, it is now. The renaissance of Paris. Yeah, like, I feel like because she has, like, a very compelling story and she was clearly mistreated as a child. Yeah. Um, which is like a relatable thing that's, you know, she has turned into like a public service thing, which I think is amazing and awesome. And But again, she knows how to take a narrative and make it something that the public will latch on to, mm-hmm. which helps benefit her. But kind of like she is the OG. You know, the Kardashians and Kris Jenner are just the inheritors or the like the next in line. They're like the they 2. took 0. it yeah. and ran with it yeah. in a way that Paris just seems kind of um, like, oh, that's cute. Well, and Paris, I mean, she's upfront about that, right? Like she'll actually be above board about the fact that she changed the way she talked yep. and played a character. Yep. Now we know that because she said that, but yep. it's anyway, fascinating. closing so, Von Dutch. I mean, it's all connected, man. It is, Trucker man. hats. Trucker hats. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, also connected D-bags. D-bags. Celebrities behaving badly. We'll tell you about them after this on My Talk 1071. Celebrities behaving badly. We have a name for them on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. D-bags. That, that's the oh, name. sorry. That's it. There you go. What you did doing? it. It's fine. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag. Oh, I would say hello. The and day. then he would say, then I would go to D-Bags. I'm okay. on autopilot. No, Sorry. It's fine. Are you burning your hands with that bone broth jar? 
Or is no, it fine? It's fine now. Okay. Oh. All right. I was worried <laughs> about your little digits. Care. It actually feels really good. Okay, good. And warm. Uh, hey, uh, who's your D-bag? Oh, thanks for asking. Uh, it's appropriate because that's the segment. Yeah. Ghislaine Maxwell. Oh, what's she doing? I mean, I know what she's doing. Being but a what's D-bag. She doing? I mean, more than usual. Specifically, there was a New York Post article headlined, Ghislaine Maxwell makes her own drawings of the court sketch artist oh, during trial. So it turns out. Oh, my gosh. That uh, Ghislaine Maxwell is a D-bag. I mean, I can't think of anything more D-baggy than. Oh, you're going to sketch me? I'm going to sketch you back. Yeah, like, I'll show you. I'm going to sketch you. So <laughs> Elizabeth Williams, who has over 40 years of experience drawing people in court uh, and is one of the people uh, or is one of the people tasked with drawing Ghislaine Maxwell during her trial. Which, by the way, is an ancient art that I love. That we still do. Yeah, I, I don't understand. I guess it's because cameras are not allowed in the courtroom mm-hmm. in this particular case. And therefore, you have to have some sort of representation of what actually took place in the court. But you're right. It's It seems very sort of quaint, but it's like a legit thing. Right. Anyway, um, Ms. Williams was at uh, Ghislaine's November pretrial hearing when she said that Ghislaine, seated between her two lawyers, looked at her directly and started drawing her. So- she did this another time so during jury, jury selection. Another illustrator by the name of Jane Rosenberg, who's also at the trial and was also drawn by Maxwell, created a picture of oh, that encounter. That's so meta. So she drew a picture of Ghislaine Maxwell drawing a, a picture, picture of her of her drawing a picture of Ghislaine Maxwell drawing her of a picture. Yeah. And it goes on and on and on. But like, I just thought, like, girl, maybe you should listen to what's going on in your trial and try to, um, I don't know, be held accountable for your dumb actions, right? Like, maybe you should focus on your trial instead of trying to be a jerk to the court uh, illustrator. It is two levels of Mm D-bag, right? Because it's the first is like just the schoolyard stupidity of like, oh, you're going to draw me? Well, I too can play at that game, right? So she's drawing. But then secondly, the 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 sort of um flip attitude of of focusing more on drawing somebody else in the courtroom and not paying attention yeah. to the actual stories about what a horrible terrible monster you are. I mean she really is. If you this is what I this is why I okay, so it's easy. This is why I think she's guilty. Mm. Knowing nothing about anything. Sure. Because a person like that does things like she has denied all of the things. Mm-hmm. Right? Like it's it's this conviction of hers, this like seeming super ego that she's not guilty of anything. She won't admit anything. If you watch some of those deposition videos from the past, like she doesn't acknowledge anything. She acts like she doesn't know anything. And it's just that she constantly feels like she's above all of this. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's no remorse. There's a, like if you like, honestly, if you were Jeffrey Epstein's right hand person, mm-hmm. Now, let's say you didn't do the things that she's accused of in terms of participating in some of the sexual assault. Right. But you were there, right? Right. Like, but you didn't feel personally responsible, but you were there. Right. You as a person, I think it's safe to say, or me as a person or Holly or most of the people listening would be like, oh, my God. I did not participate in any of this stuff. And honestly, denial is a horrible thing. And I will admit that perhaps there were things I could have looked at differently and I didn't. And I feel terrible. You would have some sense of remorse for being that close to Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah. 
even if you didn't feel criminally culpable. Right. And while I don't expect you to, you know, act uh, in a way that, like, I don't expect you in court to go above and beyond to say you're sorry. Well, I think you should. But you, I, I get that you're on trial, and so it's important to, like, make your best case. Mm-hmm. But, like, at some point along the road, you would have said something or indicated in some way that you felt horrible for all of these people involved. And maybe she has, but Or even that you accounts, recognized, like, you actually are able to see that what was going on was bad and terrible and illegal. Yeah. Right. And while I understand I my opinion matters not to her and so I can be really fast and loose with like what I think is right or wrong, but just like from my like 5 minutes of paying attention, I'm like she just seems like a kind of person who is not willing to ever acknowledge that she's ever wrong or has done anything that has compromised her own ethics or morality. Which I think is somewhat, I mean, we're not going to, we don't need to get too deep into this, but it's somewhat a, 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 a part of her upbringing. Like she was raised with such privilege yeah. that she honestly thinks that she's going to be able to get out of this girl. Nah. I mean, as a also, person who walks through a, like a, a China shop with my hands in the air, Because I don't want to knock over anything or like... I still feel like I don't belong in a liquor store. Yeah. I'm 44. Like, you're gonna... Right? Like, I Like, I show everybody my ID. I'm like... Abnormal. I I did it! I did it! I'm sorry! (laughs) I don't know what I did, but... I'm just saying, like, as a person who would be hyper aware of other people's feel, like, that's terrible. Like, I am not responsible, but what happened to those women was terrible and horrible. And I I don't know. I, I just think... This story of her drawing, like, she's like, mm, you know what? I'll show oh, yeah. you. She's so obviously not taking any of this seriously. Yeah, absolutely. Also, I don't know. I haven't been following it enough to know what is her defense. Like, what is the defense that strategy? That she knew nothing. That well, she I did mean, nothing and knew oh, nothing. That's okay. Well, that nice she was try. just his assistant. Sure. And she left before all the bad stuff sure. happened. Sure. <sighs> I know it's your day back. Why are we whispering? I don't know. Rebel Wilson. But not for the reason you think. My God, it's been a while. It has been a minute, which is why I felt perfectly comfortable bringing this to the table today. So this comes to us via Yahoo Life, which I don't know where they got it from, because you know Yahoo Life does never actually just publish their own stuff, right? Mm -hmm. But the story is, the headline goes, Rebel Wilson wows in bright orange swimsuit. Quote, the next Bond girl. And I'm like, fine, I'll click. Whatever. I'm easy. And sure enough, it's it's a take on a bunch of Instagram photos of her in an orange bathing suit. Blah, blah, blah. Fine. Right? Um, She does say something or somebody commented that she looked like she's the next Bond girl. Whatever. That's how that made it into the. Yeah. Um, the headline. But. But that's not why I made this my D-bag. And this is a mild D-bag because celebrity's going to celeb. Sure. She's a D-bag because all of these photographs of her were taken in Fiji. Why does that matter? Uh, because I want to be there. Yeah. Well, that same. would be nice. Sure. The bathing suit photos appear to be part of Wilson's work as an ambassador to Fiji. Oh. Y'all, it's Fiji Spawn Con. Oh. It's Fiji Spawn Con. I mean, so is she for the country of Fiji or the water? Not the water, the country. 
Okay, thank you. I know. Also, I want the podcast on why we got Fiji water, but that's another story. Back to Rebel. Um, <laughs> does she have like a, we know, a business relationship with like the island of Fiji's tourism she board or something? She is actually a ambassador oh. to Fiji. That's okay. apparently. Like a goodwill, but not like yeah, an actual yeah. ambassador. Yeah. I went to Fiji, but here, for example, no. Okay. So she hashtags this picture. Ad. Hashtag Fiji ambassador. She does not say ad. Hashtag Fiji ambassador. Um, there's a video of her. She's wearing, I don't know, like a purple plunging top with uh, some sort of sarong around her leg. Yeah. Nope. I mean, around her body. Just the one leg. Just the leg. It's a new fashion. Um, there's also a, uh, you know, video of her floating on a raft in the middle of the ocean. And it's a full commercial. So she's got, she's done a commercial for Fiji. I went to Fiji and I absolutely loved it. You should go. Oh, okay. Thanks, that's, Rebel. That's the copy. Thanks for the invite. Okay. Book a flight to Fiji now. That's a bit easier than how I got there. And then she showed like a shipwrecked boat. Yeah, sure. So you know the one with the sarong? Yeah. What's Is the it sarong? Vomo Island. Okay, you know what Vomo Island, Fiji is? No. Well, I didn't either, but it's a resort. Oh. Mm -hmm. So I wonder if she's getting... uh, Oh, she's for sure. I mean, this is definitely... Getting a free stay. Of course. And I don't blame her, but you have to put stuff in the comments so people know. That's what I'm trying to say. Or in the caption. So people know what you're doing. That Federal Trade Commission. Oh, man. They got some rules. How come, like... How come the real rich people don't got to follow them rules? Bradley. <laughs> Have you been here for this entire segment? Uh, slash life. <laughs> right? No. We just talked Why? about Ghislaine you know, Maxwell here's the other thing that drives me nuts. for not doing nothing. Why do celebrities rich? always get stuff for free? Mm. I've been trying to they say this. They got the money. Yeah, they and should they get be it for free. I should be getting it for I free. I should get it for free. And then they can ask me how it was, and I'll give them an honest, non-rich person opinion. Oh, that just drives me up a wall. It's like right? it makes no sense. Like you people actually have the money. I mean, give them a discount, oh, okay, man. sure, but like you should be getting it for free. And if you do get it for free, rebel, tell us yeah. because it's not that I do, because I think that's actually a noble cause and by noble I mean I would like to do this as well please call me Vomo mm-hmm. Resort in Fiji I think like sharing your story with the brand is a totally legit business model um, but you just have to be clear about it because otherwise people will not take what you're saying seriously and, right. and like you and I we will just look at that and go Spawn Con, and it might be a great place, but guess what? You're missing out on a huge opportunity. Like that, I feel like is not going to help your brand very much right. if it feels like you're just like, here, let's give a bunch of rich people some free stuff so they'll talk about us. I understand that's the business model. I'm just saying I would appreciate if celebrities were a little more honest about it so that the rest of us, you know, also could get a deal. Thank because you. again, also, like, let me just read you the copy one more time that she wrote. I went to Fiji and I loved it. You should go. Girl. Also, I didn't spend any money, but you yeah. should. Yeah. Well, of course it seems easy to her because she got there the easy way. Do you, you think she book paid Book a for flight her, to for, Fiji now. Do you think she paid for her trip? No. Uh, she yeah. got paid for her trip, y'all. Does she have to put that on her taxes? Uh-huh. Well, I mean, she's Why do I got all these questions? There. They're going to look. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Look for the receipts. Celebrity mm. tax dodgers. Do we know that's a thing? Boy, listen, that's a podcast I've listened I to. I mean, that Thank could you. even be a reality series. Yes! Come on. IRS, get me out of here. <laughs> when we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, um, have you heard of Tori Spelling? <sighs> Let's see. Tori Spelling. Tori Spelling. Allegedly. Yaki Tori, I've heard of that. Uh, Bernie Hanna. Uh, t- <laughs> yes, Spelling. I know who Tori, Tori Spelling, Spelling is. Why? She's having a tough time in her marriage. Well, you, oh. you might have a question about whether or not she'll be contributing to Dean McDermott's Christmas gift. And I've got the answer to that after this on My Talk 1071. Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Yo. Um, You know what? We didn't plan this, but uh, it might as well be a D Bag Double Down. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Because have been living in this storyline that Tori Spelling wants us to live in, wherein she and Dean McDermott are having marital trublas. That is uh, lies mm-hmm. disguised as marital troubles. Well, and I wonder if you will continue to get that vibe when I tell you this story. So I listen, I'm a glutton for punishment. I love to click on dumb headlines. Oh, I'm all in. Please. So when People Magazine serves me this plate of crop, don't oh. say that word. Oh, you can say crop, <laughs> but I can't say dookie. Corey's spelling on whether or not she'll be contributing to Dean McDermott's Christmas gift from their kids. I'm like, why what? do I want to know this? But okay. Oh my God, this is why? so, nobody mm. cares, Tori. But I cared enough to click, and I did. Apparently, she was on Sirius XM's Jeff Lewis Live. Oh, By the way, he's a hot mess. That's what happened to that guy. He's on uh, Sirius XM. Yeah, because I think he's on Radio Andy, right? Yeah, uh, Sirius XM's Jeff Lewis Live. Uh, he was uh, interviewing Tori Spelling, and he asked her whether or not she will be contributing to Dean McDermott's gifts from their kids this year. Uh, she uh, said, well, she didn't actually say anything about them living separate lives, but the article in People begins with that. They've been living separate lives as of late, says a source to People magazine. So Jeff Lewis says to her, all right, so holiday shopping, what are we getting, Dean? Anything? Hint, hint. Okay. Now, by the way, this... everybody's been talking about the fact that you and Dean are allegedly getting a divorce. Well, and it's so obvious that this is all planned, right? Like, she's like, yeah, ask me about that. 
Of right. course. So then My she God. does. Uh, she gives up. She issues a pregnant pause, and then gives birth to. Yes, of course. The kids are getting him something. Okay. <laughs> Choice of words. Kids yes, of course. The kids are getting him something. And then Jeff Lewis asks if she's going to help the kids out or if she's going to tell them to, quote, use their own money to buy their dad a gift. And then Spelling, that's Tori Spelling, replies, no, I'm contributing. And that's the story. Which means there's no story, which means this is all lies. They're not getting divorced. Stop it. Stop. And then People Magazine Media. goes on to regurgitate the very same, literally, words that have been in umpty other articles in People Magazine about their marriage. Quote, a source says it's been very chilly between them for a long time. They've been through the ringer before, but they've always gotten out of it. Tori still has major trust issues. We've heard all of this. 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 I'm tired. But I, what, there was a piece in here where... Oh, there's a piece. There's a piece of... <laughs> Uh, but Tori doesn't want to break up the family. She thinks the kids need their dad. These are their fundamental years, and they've fought to stay together for the kids. Okay, if okay, I, I need to go off. Go. I got another angle to go off on too. When you there is not that is not a thing, and if it is a thing, meaning she doesn't want to break up the family because the kids need their dad. I have news for you. Hmm. You two can get divorced and still be there for your children. Yeah. And People saying that is so tired and dusty. That What is this, like the 1960s? Oh, she just needs to stay with him for the kids. That is not a legitimate thing in the year 2021. And if it is, it's denial means you're not willing to face what's in front of you because many people have shown you can't like you don't have to like think that way. Mm-hmm. You can say like you can have backward ideas about what or what not to do with divorce but tori spelling does not have that view i guarantee you right. she does not believe that she needs to be with dean mcdermott in order to for the kids to be happy well and furthermore and this was the this is where i wanted to go off do you think if indeed that is true okay so i'll go with this exercise sure okay you want to stay together for the kids. Meanwhile, you are perpetuating headlines right, left, and center that the two of you are living separate lives within your very own marriage. And she's, yeah. you know, walking around yelling into a phone, holding a, a legal pad. pad, wearing a blazer that which says, she ta- which she did, that says, talk to the lawyers, that that's not somehow affecting your kids, that well, that's not say, coming back around to them. So the reason I know that this is not true is because you just played the tape all the way forward okay so let's say that's the case why are you telling people that because the children will now see that you guys are only together for them yeah. which thanks for putting yeah. all of your crappy like inability to have a an emotionally healthy relationship onto your children right it's their fault that you guys are miserable because but for you they would have gone their separate ways which is a horrible message and oh. look i know the world is horrible and there are people who who say these things mm-hmm. i just don't buy that those <laughs> things are real i think that's an excuse because of you know whatever reason because if you truly loved your children you would understand that you can be healthy for them apart, yeah. just like you can together. And furthermore, Tori, if indeed and that is your Dean, real name, if indeed those are your real names, if you were going to get divorced, just do it. Stop talking. Like well, this is so. Well, that's dumb. why it's. Uh, that's another reason it's not real. Because if they were going to do it, they would do it. There's nothing right. stopping them. No, like no, why are no. we? 
What? Freedom. You're only dragging this out because you want us to talk about it. And I guarantee we're going to get like, you know, the two of them, you know, have reunited because they went to Gwyneth Paltrow's therapist and finally figured out that it wasn't about blah, blah. It was about blah, blah, blah. And now here's my next series explaining like how we came back together. I mean, it's so obvious. I'm pregnant and she's going to have another kid. She is trying to get another reality show. We all know it. Uh, Holly, what are the blind items saying? Are there any blind items around this? Uh, Not really, but we don't care anymore. Really quickly, Holly, while you're looking for blind items, please. Do you think that she would radically transform her entire visage slash slash outward physique, Mm -hmm. body, face, all of the things if she wasn't trying to get another reality show? Right. Right. Yes. Oh, there's not a blind item about the reality show, but I am agreeing with that statement being that Tori Spelling is not putting herself out there in this way in all of these shapes and forms, literally and figuratively. Right. If she's not going around town shopping for someone to produce a reality show for her because she's testing the water, so to speak. You don't change your face to look like one of the most faced people in all the land on television. If you're not looking for a job on TV. true. Yeah. Thousand percent true. Yeah. Stick with us, guys. We know things. We know things. And even if we don't, we sound like we do. And you should believe that. And knowing is half the battle. Thank you, G.I. Joe. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, have you learned how to make something from scratch because of the supply shortages? 651-641-1071. Like toilet paper or just (laughs) kidding. Please don't make your own toilet paper. On my talk 1071.